0: Ben Shapiro here with a man I have tremendous respect for, my good friend, Attorney Barack Lurie. Barack, you've been practicing law for over 24 years. Do you have some important advice about lawsuits? Well,
1: Ben, the law deals with conflict, right? A good attorney should help ease a lot of your anxieties, because he should have perspective and know how to gather his evidence. But his main mission should always be to pursue the path toward quick resolution or settlement. Well, how do you do that? Simply by working to remove the emotion from both sides. Once you gather information and think rationally and compare strengths and weaknesses in a case, you can work on what's fair. The truly great lawyers know how to do that, and quickly.
0: You can see, folks, why I so admire Barack Lurie and all the work that he does. For all your business and real estate legal issues, call my friend Barack at 866-575-8111. 866-575-8111. 866 575 8111. Fighting for what's right. Barack Lurie at Lurie and Seltzer. Listen to The Barack
1: Lurie Show, Sundays at 10 a.m. here on AM 870, The Answer. <laughs> Brock Lurie, and this is the Brock Lurie podcast. With me, as always, my good friend and producer Ari David. Always, you know what? I don't know. if It's always a pleasure, Ari. It's rarely. You know, a frankly, pleasure. Frankly, <laughs> frankly, right now it's not a pleasure at all. All right, I'm just kidding. It, no, no, no. I'm a pleasure, but the <laughs> news sucks. Yes, that's oh, that's that's a nice segue. Uh, yes, it is a pleasure. Okay. There's more news. <laughs> exactly right. It just came in. Um, all right. So look. We, we, there, there is a tremendous amount of news and maybe, in a sense, too much uh, resulting from the uh, attacks in France and Paris, uh, because when you put it in perspective, um, it's, it's hardly what you would call a 9-11 type attack or Pearl Harbor or something like that. But its significance has snowballed in such a way that, that it, it has tremendous impact and everyone is commenting about it. And, and rightfully so. And, and there's the demonstration that we had in Paris. And, of course, uh, the president did not bother to either have himself, Joe Biden, um, uh, Eric Holder. They were all watching football, so, you know. S- something was going on. But that's, the, that's the, you know, we, we talked about that at length in a previous podcast. And it's all disturbing. And uh, then, then it snowballs into other things that are happening, which is, you know, people's reactions to it. One of them I wanted to talk about. And that is um, our friend, Jimmy Carter. So he decided to weigh in on this situation. Well, you know, Jimmy Carter may want, may want to keep his, uh, his record as the worst president in history. And, he, and so he, he's, he's concerned that Obama he's is racing to, there. He's going down fighting. <laughs> and Jimmy Carter saying, oh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm, he's, I, I'm taking this all the way to the mat, mister. Um, but anyway, so. It's,
0: it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Lloyd Ridges plays that old man. Yeah. Oh, you think you're number one? Let me show you, Jelly Bean That's right. <laughs> Remember that?
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so he wants, it's a race to the bottom, so to speak. Yes. And Jimmy Carter goes on the airwaves, and it just, it's like nothing stops with it. I thought it was just one fluke comment that he made. And what was the fluke comment that I heard? He said that. Uh, the, 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 one of the major causes for these Paris attacks is the Palestinian problem. I see, okay yeah i, I, I don 't recall the, the, these bastards saying what they said, um, Allahu Akbar and all that stuff that this is on, uh, on behalf of our Palestinian brothers in the West Bank who are being so oppressed by the Israelis i don 't recall that but, uh, but but Jimmy Carter knows better, so because who am I <laughs> to question Jimmy Carter, he was such a great president. Um, then, then, then there's something else he said. I mean, obviously, it's absurd what he said. You know, it's, it's too easy to pick apart and say, "Let me get this straight." So every problem in the world that that is now somehow the, the fault of Israel—it's just—it's it's patently stupid. But then he said something even more stupid. And um, and do you, do you, did you hear what he recently said? All right.
0: Oh, I'm sitting down.
1: What? All right. What did he do? He said that maybe these Paris attacks. Are going to be a bonus, a good thing, because people will be intrigued to know about Islam, to learn more about Islam, about what impassions these people to be so dedicated to their Allah.
0: Barack, why didn't you stock your office with more airsickness bags today? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I might have to just use the waste paper basket. <laughs> hey, look, it, that's it, a, that's
1: unbelievable. Yeah. YouTube, uh, what Jimmy Carter has said—it's almost as if—I mean, clearly, either he's suffering from dementia or he's just becoming purely evil. So, um, it's—and I begin to think it's the latter because I don't think uh, he's—I don't think he's suffering from dementia.
0: But but let's take this to the logical conclusion. So, okay, so I see these attacks. I've learned something wonderful about this peaceful religion because of these attacks. Now that I'm better informed About the peaceful religion Because of these attacks I'm now going to join That's what he said.
1: You know You might as well try to Try to understand that phrase You might as well try to Understand Obama's phrase When he said That the future Does not belong To those who slander The prophet of Islam Okay You might as well try to Figure that one out too Right We talked about that There's no other interpretation Of that phrase From Obama in 2012 then the, the, the interpretation we had, which was, look, you are, you are supporting the, the extremists. You are encouraging uh, horrendous violence by, by saying that somehow the problem is about the slanderers, meaning those Westerners who might make a cartoon here or there. That's the problem, according to Obama. So there's no other way to interpret this. This is, you know, some phrases you can say What does it mean to be reasonable, for example You know, be on time What, is, what does being on time mean, right? If you're, you're supposed to be somewhere at 12 o'clock, noon And you arrive at 12.01 Okay, you're still on time Okay, and if you're at 11.59 You're still on time Okay, but and, and depending on your culture Arriving at 12.15 is on time Okay, if you're in Germany it's, it's, you know, 12.05, that's on time, and no later, okay? If it's in, uh, if it's in Argentina, half an hour. In America, it's 20 minutes. It's, a, it's an interesting study, the whole, what, what constitutes on time. But, but again, there, there is, there's a reasonable minds can differ about the interpretation of certain words. And a lot of my cases are just like that. I, for example, there's a case I'm working on right now where there's a, there's a, a dispute as to what the impact of a breach is. On a, on a real estate deal, does it mean that my, my client gets to keep $25,000 or uh, as a floor, meaning that's, that's the very least he can get? Or is it the ceiling, the most that he can get? We don't know because the language was not clear. But when going back to Obama, that phrase, there's no other interpretation. What did you mean, sir, Mr. President, when you said the future does not belong? First of all, why did you say it? What, what, what prompted you to say that? Why did you feel so impassioned to say this phrase? Did, did someone say it to you? This is this would be a great thing for you to say at the UN.
0: And he didn't say slander Islam. The prophet said, of Islam. the prophet of Islam. I'm I'm just thankful he didn't say glory be with him or peace yeah. be upon him or you know one of those little isms that imams and imams speak <laughs> that you hear on the show Homeland or something. The the most amazing thing is. The Charlie Abdu issue came out today, and every news American news outlet, television news outlet, other than Fox, is not showing it on TV for various reasons. Mm. What are the reasons? Are various. It's because they don't want to, the, to broadcast anything that might be deemed offensive. Yes, this is the these are the same networks that showed uh, Miley Cyrus dancing a couple years ago. Right. Right. So, <laughs> I guess it's in the eye of the beholder. But what's interesting is CNN stood out um, above all of them in in putridness <coughs> because CNN's description said it would offend the prophet, as if speaking in that kind of Islam is shorthand was understood by every fourth grader in America. Right. As I, if we're a Muslim country where we talk like that every day right. about the prophet. The prophet, yeah. And we're not talking about Moses, Noah, Jesus, right. <laughs> Elijah.
1: Right. The, the prophet has already understood what the prophet means. Right. But it's really, a, it's, it's incredible how we, we have undersold ourselves, how we've buried ourselves, how we are we're just we're just letting ourselves be eaten from within, which kind of leads me to my next point, actually, and it's about the nature of evil, and that's the reason why we call the nature of evil. And <laughs> evil is such an interesting animal, right? I mean, if you were to to think, you talk to a lot of people today, you can look at it, uh, evil in 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 many ways, maybe, j- but it boils down to two basic ways. One is Is it happening more Or is it happening less Right it seems so simple You know you can look back in the 90s And the 50s And the 80s And you can say okay It seemed like there was less evil in the world at the time And now here we are again You know evil's rearing its ugly head And there's more evil in the world Right Some people may say Yeah that's exactly right Barack you've got it there's more evil, more. after all, 9-11 and all that stuff and, and it's just much worse The 90s were relatively peaceful And then, well, here we are That's just really tough And the 80s too, right? And I put it to you, wrong You're completely wrong There is always evil out there There's, there's evil constantly present And by the way, it's about the same all the time it never ebbs, it never flows, it, it never gets dry. It's always the same level. So how can I say this? It's, it's our reaction to the evil that lets it be or not be. If we don't respond to the evil, the evil comes in. Think of it like a house, okay? Or you and I have houses, and, and uh, I'll tell you something. If we don't tend to the house... Then we get a hole in the roof, right? And maybe not just a hole in the roof, but holes everywhere else for that matter. You know, we leave the door open. What happens? The rain starts pouring in, right? Or
0: you get termites and you, you get termites. get rid
1: of them or they mm-hmm. eat your house. Right. And you wouldn't say, once the, if you, if you fail to take care of this and maintain the house for all that time period, to say, wow, it looks like there's a lot more rain these, this time. Oh, wow, it seems like there's a lot more termites, more rodents, more rats. You wouldn't say that, right? I mean, you shouldn't say that. It would be stupid if you said that. But that would be the, that's the equivalent of what people are saying when they're saying, oh, it seems like there's more evil. The reason why it seems that way is because you haven't tended to the house, the house of Western civilization. When you reduce the military, as we have, when you refuse to even recognize something called radical Islam, when you kowtow to the, the extremist Muslim world, when you, when you browbeat Israel and England and, and all your other allies, when you don't enforce your red lines that you claim to be, when you, when you uh, po- uh, cozy up to the Muslim Brotherhood, what do you expect will
0: happen? And when you allow Iran and North Korea to get nuclear weapons with no consequences... What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. It's
1: the, it, the, the water seeping in, folks, but the water was always there. It's just that the roof protected it. it so it seemed like it, you're nice and dry in the house. It's pouring rain outside. It's about the same level of rain every year, right?
0: Yeah, what ebbs and or flows every decade, if you like. Is our, is our ability to control evil by responding to it either strongly or our inability to control it by not responding to it at all, like you're saying.
1: That's it's a profound point. Yeah. That's what it is. That's the nature of evil. The nature of evil is always there. You'll never have it. It's, you've got to fight evil, and it's always there. And it's like playing the game uh, Space Invaders uh, all day long. That's what it is. And the, you, you don't respond to evil by saying, "Well, let's let's not have as many spaceships to fight the aliens coming down from the top of the screen," right? Uh, or any one of the, the 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 you know the get the bad guys type videos, right? They're coming at you, and they're always going to come at you. And the only answer is to always have soldiers there, have fences that are impenetrable. And when the bad guys get better, you get
0: better in response. That's it. There is no other answer. And then one more very important thing. Do not look at those periods of history of relative bliss like the 80s and the 90s and think that evil is vanquished forever and, oh, we don't have to make the effort anymore. But the evil... Because that's exactly what causes the recurrence of the infection.
1: right. That's, it's true. It's, it's a little bit like the, um, the uh, bipolar patient who is taking his drugs and then, um, and then everything seems to be great. And then he forgets that the reason why everything seems to be great is because he's taking the drugs, the, the good drugs in this case. Yeah, the lithium. Which, yeah, the lithium that actually helps stabilize his, his brain. And then he says, well, I don't need these drugs anymore. Then sure enough, he goes back to that and he doesn't know why he was good in the first place. Now, the reason why we were good in the 80s and the 90s and the 50s, for that matter, less so in the 60s, by the way, but it's neither here nor there, is because we had this great sense of, you know, batten down the hatches, protect the homeland. Thank you very much. That's the deal. We understand what evil is. We don't like it, and we are going to safeguard ourselves, and we are going to take an approach of um, surrender at all. Uh, Sorry, no surrender and complete victory at all costs The and Winston, Churchill, Tur- the, the Winston yes. Churchill approach That is absolutely essential If you don't have that approach You will let evil in Period Okay. And we will soon give you examples Of how we, were, we are letting evil in Culturally speaking in a moment But you had a point
0: Oh I was going to say And the the sick attitude of non interventionism When we intervened in, From the 50s to the 80s There was an attitude. Anytime communism made an encroachment, we will respond to it with equal or greater force. Right. And it kept it from encroaching. And those times when we made the mistake of electing Democrats like uh, LBJ or Jimmy Carter, it encroached. That's right. Simple as that. And when we, in the post (laughs) cold War years and during the Clinton presidency, it was Islam that encroached because there was a lack of intervening and there was an attitude that, oh, uh, there's peace in our time Nothing to worry about
1: That's right As as long as the ostrich doesn't see it uh, And his head is in the sand There's, you know He's seeing some bugs here and there But he doesn't see anything That's surrounding him
0: Yeah, and they called it At the time If you all remember The peace dividend Yeah Remember? Yeah It seems so foolish now
1: The, the end of history too Right, yes. remember? Okay, so let's let's get back That's the nature of evil it's, it's a nature that it's One thing you have to recognize It's, you know It's like all those movies Actually, let me put it this way How about this? You know, there's a a very funny movie called uh, Top Secret from a long time ago. And it's one of these um, parody movies like Airplane or Hot Shots, right? And it's a cute one. It's with with Val Kilmer. And um, one of these kind of cute moments where you see uh, they're in a train, and the train is now moving. And after a while, and it's one of the joke scenes, uh, you know, because the station is now, you know, the train is pulling away and the station is now going further to the, to the left of the screen. Well, then after a while, you see that it's the, in fact, it's the station that's moving and the train is not, right? <laughs> and it's kind of funny. It's a cute thing. It's, but it's, it's that relativism that's going on here. And that's what I'm trying to convey here is that your perspective of evil is completely opposite. It's wrong. It's, it's not, it's, it's always there, just like the rain will always be there. We make roofs on houses precisely because we know <laughs> that there's going to be rain and there's going to be the hot bearing sun sometimes that's what roofs are for that's it right and we also want to avoid animals from coming in and birds from pooping into our our place and such that's the main reason it'll always be there and if you if you pretend that somehow it, well it's just a it's a you know rain is a It'll happen only once in a while, and and you know we don't have to worry about it. No, it's always happening. All the, the rain time. is our fault. We
0: caused We incited the
1: rain. <laughs> oh, okay, now don't go Jimmy
0: Carter on oh, me. Sorry, I'm, uh, <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> but but, but, you, but
1: you understand what I'm saying? It's it's the point is that we have to think at exactly the opposite. It's our reaction, it's how we respond to it, that um, either allows the evil to succeed or doesn't allow the evil to succeed. That's it. Thank you very much Done Okay Planet of the Apes <laughs> Zombies All the things that, that we talk about Space invaders That's what the, the evil That's the way we should really be looking at evil We've got to keep it at bay And understand that it's always going to try to come in It's how well you maintain the house Of western civilization That will, that will decide whether or not evil takes over Thank you All right so let's, let's give examples of how we are seeing the infiltration of evil into our c- civilization. Just recently, and, and this is, by the way, the Jimmy Carter uh, quotes that we talked about before reflect a, uh, an opening into evil. Um, and that opening, of course, is by saying that the problem is the Israelis and how they treat the Palestinians. Okay, well, that's, that's just... Ennobling the evil. And then, of course, Jimmy Carter's other statement that we just mentioned, which is somehow that, that uh, boy, they, they're, they sure are doing horrible things, but I gotta love their passion. <laughs> Let's learn more about it because it's so wonderful. Okay, craziness. Okay, it's, you might as well say, look, I, I wanna study more about Branch Davidianism or Jim Jones because, you know, those cultists, they, they really were very happy before they killed themselves with the Kool Aid, right? I mean, it, it's, it's that stupid. Okay, here's another thing that came down of late. Uh, Duke University. Now, here's a university that has, has its share of uh, in the news. <laughs> and we talked, uh, we used Duke before as that, that, that woman who uh, was a porn star, and she's paying her way through college or a university by way of uh, being involved in porn. Okay. That's a Duke student that we're talking about there. And she was on CNN and Pierce Brosnan, uh, not Pierce Morgan and all that stuff. Okay, not not a big deal. But then, of course, Duke also had the Duke LaCrosse rape situation, right? And and that situation didn't turn out so well for Duke either. Okay, so you're with me so far. Now Duke has a new thing. And I don't know if it's going to rise to the level of the Duke LaCrosse case, but this is pretty bad. It turns out that the Muslim association of students or whatever have decided they are going to start as of this Friday they're going to start blaring muslim prayers on Friday evening okay and no, they're at
0: 1pm at
1: 1pm okay in the afternoon daytime yeah. right and they're going to it's going to be a weekly thing
0: that's yeah, the call to prayer so that the muslim students on campus will know where to gather right in the un- yeah, it's you know the, the, that
1: old that trumpet-sounding thing that they do, and and I, I don't mean to demean it, but I don't give a crap actually.
0: It's the sound that Obama says the most beautiful That's sound. That's the one, yes, yeah. the very
1: one. Okay, so it's going to be for some uh, tower, uh, no doubt, and uh, all the Muslim students will know what to do at one o'clock. And aren't they wonderful? Aren't they so tolerant? Aren't they so embracing of other cultures? And what, you know, look. Begs the, begs the obvious Which is, okay let me get this straight If you were to Allow students to do Christmas carols I'm talking not not, not even religious ones Like Jingle Bells and Rudolph the Red Nero's Reindeers and Santa's Come, Come to Town Those kind of or, or even White Christmas You put those four songs together People would be so outraged Outraged, you understand? That they're singing this and it's it's a violation of the First Amendment, never mind that it's not because it's a private university, blah, blah, blah. And it's stupid anyway to say that that would be a violation of the First Amendment. Put that all aside. They, they would be – they would even try it. It would be considered so uh, culturally insensitive and intolerant or what have you.
0: No one on campus in, in the uh, um, administration would even think about doing it either. Right. Based on their own mentalities. Which,
1: right. That's true. Know, too. Yeah. But you know, certainly there are some Christian students. And, yeah,
0: but your but, point is, it would be a non-starter.
1: It'd be non-starter. We wouldn't even discuss it. Yeah. If if you if you and I belong to a Christian uh, uh, student association or a Jewish student association and we want to do Hanukkah um, or or Christmas sort of thing and, and do caroling with everyone else, they would just be apoplectic and they would say how outrageous this is and how it's, it is a violation of the First Amendment and we need to. But but somehow, and that's not even prayers we're talking about. It's not as if they're talking about God or Jesus. They'd be talking about um, things like uh, how um, you know it's just it's just we're, we're only talking about snow sledding and all the fun stuff and the reindeer and games and such. Halls decking and halls, and... but 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 here we're talking about actual Muslims um, that were, are, are talking about prayer, prayer. Okay, the call to prayer, the call to prayer, followed by the actual prayer. Right. And everyone, no one's saying, "Oh, this is outrageous."
0: No separation not. of church and state. No, no. praying in schools. No,
1: it's that. okay as long as it's not your. It's not the main religion. That's the important thing. And and no doubt they all think how wonderful they are.
0: And it's also going to be blared loud enough, supposedly, for the entire campus. To hear it. Oh, good point. Yeah. So yeah. we're yeah. talking jet engines. Right? Yeah, by,
1: by contrast, the Christmas carols uh, that we were just envisioning would be limited. You know, it's not as if they were going to force it upon the entire campus. Yeah, we're
0: talking unamplified, accompanied maybe by a, a bell or a tambourine. Yeah. That's it. That's all it. acoustic. That's right. Near <laughs> quartet. Yeah. Christmas That's unplugged, right. man. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're not uh, talking the who's live at Leeds. Yeah,
1: exactly. This is, not, uh, this is not Woodstock, baby. Um, you, you understand. So this is uh, this is the latest thing, and it, it just goes without saying how absurd this is, absurd, and how short-sighted it is. Okay, so so now okay, it's going to happen the first week, then the next week, and then next week. And guess what? It's going to be a uh, a ritual. It's going to be something that is. Uh, not habit, what's the word, a custom. Considered normal. A tradition, and it's considered normal. It's the new normal, as they say. Oh, the Friday prayers, okay. The Muslim students on campus, that's that's what they do. Okay, good for them. And then they'll say, you know, and everyone will kowtow, and they'll say, oh, isn't that interesting? That's so nice. And then, of course, more Muslim students will arrive. It'll be a friendly Muslim-friendly campus. And then, at some point, somebody's going to say, okay, enough, guys. This is This is ridiculous. It'll be maybe six months into it. And I, I, we should make a prediction, one of our famous Lurie podcast predictions. I'd, Meaning
0: something that will obviously be true much sooner than we predict. Probably, but, yeah. yeah. I, I'd say that this is gonna go
1: uh, about six months and at some point somebody's gonna say, okay, enough. All right, let's just, just kill, just kill us, all right? Because you know, otherwise it's gonna be, you know, wh- why you and not the Jewish students and not the Christian students and not the Mormon students and, and the Catholic students, Please, enough, okay? We can and just not and right. also
0: one thing, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to throw in one more thing. Based on when we've seen this happen on the streets of New York or Paris, you know not to be biased against these sensitive little children, but you know they're going to be obnoxious about it and they're going to interrupt campus activity and do... Who knows what to keep kids from getting to class on time or shut down traffic on campus? It's going to be obnoxious, and because of the obnoxiousness, someone will respond to go enough. And at that point, the prediction will be uh, too late. <laughs> They'll say, "This is you're taking away our rights." Islamophobe.
1: Uh, you're an Islamophobe, and how, how you're 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 oppressing us? Uh, we, we're just exercising our right to be free. We're not hurting anybody else. And uh, we, we demand on this. And then, and then they'll insist on it. And, and you know very well that Duke will not have the huevos to fight back.
0: No, because the threat of on campus riot taking over the administration building, which will be enjoined by all the other on campus groups involved in every leftist uh, agenda item under the sun, will join in solidarity. Well, you're forgetting a, a, a very important thing also
1: is that they don't care. No. The administration does not care. Oh, they, they do they, care. They, they want this. Uh, Okay, well that's another story But they don't care vis-a-vis Christianity It's not as if there's anyone out there In the administration that really deeply Believes in Christianity or feels that Christianity Is even worth saving That's the problem So, And and, and then you're going to get what you're going to get And you're going to see That it's going to be entrenched at Duke University And it'll be a cautionary tale For other universities And then other universities will be forced to to Consider allowing the call for Muslim prayer this is just the beginning, my friends. And we'll, we'll all look back on this day and say, oh, remember this one? It was a cute little idea.
0: Okay, here we are. Yeah, I remember when uh, ABC News in L.A., Channel 7 Local, covering the OJH case when the Mark Furman thing happened, and the word that started with the letter N became officially the N-word right. because of they didn't want to offend. And now it's that's the only way that word is spoken in the... Uh, right. Non uh, in uh, non-minority media, shall we right. say. And I said to myself and the people with me in the room, I said, this is the first word that's been eliminated, and this is now going to be regular. You could just see it coming like a freight train down the track. And with this, it's the same thing.
1: Well, look, <coughs> we're talking about the uh, how our evil creeps in, right? And I was going to give a couple of other examples, but I'm going to conclude with... A, a kind of a theme here, or maybe an observation more than more than a theme. Look what's happened in the past year alone. And I'm talking about the beginning of 2014, and now we're in the beginning of 2015. In the beginning of 2014, although you and I were very savvy about the um, rise of radical Islam and concerned about it and such, people were talking about it in... Kind of elliptical terms than they were saying. It was more in the abstract Like oh you're worried too much about these things It's not really going to be a big deal And uh, we'll be able to handle this all People didn't see the encroachment Well correction Conservatives saw the encroachment The ever growing concern But the liberals truly did not see it Now even the liberals have to be able to see it In this one short year that has passed You've got ISIS Alone you know, think about all the, the horrific horrors that ISIS has managed to achieve in this past year. We're talking one year. In fact, it's less than a year. It's really been more, more or less the, the last six months, right? And this is the, the JV team, right? Now, it's, now we're at war with them, okay? Well, of course, the Obama administration won't even call it a war with them. They'll say it's just, I don't know what they call it. But again, that's allowing evil to come in. That's not maintaining the roof, is it? You need to keep that separation between the dry and the wet, right? And, and, and from the, the order and the chaos. But we're not doing that. We're, uh, by not even allowing our, our terms to be defined, we just invite more chaos in the process to say nothing about not even tending to the roof at all. And that's what's happening this past year. Think of all that they've managed to accomplish. I mean, what a year it's been uh, if, if they had an award ceremony for, for ISIS and, and extremists in, extremist in the Muslim world, this would be, the year 2014 would be a fantastic watershed moment for them. They would say, most improved, you know, terrorist, you know, ISIS. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Really, we wouldn't have been able to do it without, you know, our forefathers, Al-Qaeda, <laughs> and all those great men.
0: Yeah, most likely to succeed at a genocide against the mass yes. of Christians. But now we're talking about... the winner again. is
1: ISIS. Yeah. And now we're talking about crucifixion of young girls, all these beheadings that are going all over the place, the horrors that they're doing to little babies. And it's just unbelievable, the amount of horror. It's unspeakable. Things that we can't can't even talk about it. It's encroaching in there, folks. And 2015, it does not promise to be a better year. It promises to be a worse year, a more extreme year. And if you think Paris was disturbing, just wait. There's going to be a lot more of this because the extremists they saw what how successful they were in Paris, and they'll be they, they are going to figure that the world is going to be so tired they won't be able to handle another Paris type attack. So they'll take it in Berlin. They'll take it in London. They'll do it in New York. In New York even, and uh, the world will be just too tired to deal with it. They'll be exhausted. How many demonstrations can you, can you have, these, these huge demonstrations to, to say you disagree with terror? You're going to do it every week? Is that, is that the way it's going to be?
0: And like those... Dem- or or are, are you going to
1: um, actually
0: take action? Right, because I was gonna say, if you remember, Team America: World Police, Kim Jong uh, Il said, "Oh, your hands, bricks from the UN is gonna send me another strongly worded letter." Yeah. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah. ISIS. Oh, they're gonna do another march. Oh my God, they're gonna hold up signs. Yeah. They are, Charlie. Isn't that <laughs> sweet? Oh my God, I'm so scared. I don't know if we could uh, do another crucifixion today. Oh, I, I, you know what? We found the will. I got the hammer, got the nails. We did it. And now. Speaking of that, imagine,
1: you see, as we're saying to you, evil is coming down right upon us. And the worst part of it, as they are running toward us, they're laughing at us. That's the most disturbing part of it all. This is Baruch Lurie. This has been the Baruch Lurie Podcast. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk with you real soon.